Welcome to the Awake to Joy podcast. The advice and strategies contained here may not be suitable for your situation, and you should consult a professional where appropriate. Let's listen to today's program. Hey, Renee. Hi, Annette. (laughs) Okay, we had finished our last discussion and the conversation started to talk about perception and how some people feel uh, with remarks that, well, it looks like you guys are done. You guys have gone through the healing process. You have gone through all the trauma. And even though we have talked in other videos that there still are things that come our way in this marathon of life, Um, Mm -hmm. walking with Jesus, running with Jesus, whatever mode we're in at the time, eating with him, (laughs) eating with him, you better believe it, sleeping, those awake hours and everything. Um, Some people ask, well, it looks like you just have it all together. And that perception comes on because Usually before we do our chat sessions together, sure, I shower. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I put on clean clothes. Yeah, I put on lipstick. Yeah, I do. But I don't want it to give the wrong perception, if that makes sense. Yeah. And we do start out with the laughter at the beginning as well. You know, we want to be greeting you all. Enjoy. With joy. Yeah, <laughs> with joy. And we enjoy each other's camaraderie as well. So we, we do find something to giggle about. It's not <laughs> forced. <laughs> That's just part of our friendship, you know, that we, we enjoy having laughter together. And it makes light also of the subject for us. But I can't say, yeah, yes, I shower too before we get on. <laughs> and even my husband makes a comment of, man, where'd you go today? I'm like, we made videos. Oh, you know, so I, I dress up for us making our videos and I don't typically do that on our typical day. Eddie doesn't get this every day <laughs> of the music, of the music, of the makeup, of the lipstick, of the earrings being put in. I'm not dressed as nice, if that makes sense, because I'm not making a presentation. So he would like, he'd probably enjoy more of that pretty, <laughs> pretty Renee moment moment. So let's talk about perception. You said you had a story. So, well, not really a story, but the thought came to mind was you were sharing that some people think we have it all together and we're not still dealing with stuff with our abuse, Mm -hmm. that, that nothing comes up, but that is far from the truth. Yes. I've personally dealt with a lot of the big stuff, but I'm still in a marriage that I love the husband I'm married to, you know, and even still I have things that come up that make it difficult for me sometimes to be loving and to be trusting of him when he has done nothing to cause me not to trust him, if that makes sense. So he, he has proven through his character. Sure. Um, he is a trustworthy man, but I still at nighttime, he has brought it to my attention that at nighttime, I used to like cocoon myself in the sheets. Like I just wrap myself up. I'm like, whatever. And then I thought about it and like, okay, if I really have to look at this and what he said, he's right. I wrap myself in the blankets or I would tuck it kind of under myself. And I think it was a protective mechanism I've done since a child, something to just protect me 
while sleeping because that's when the abuse would happen. And so there are still things that happen at nighttime for me for protective mode. I know for me, I'm not dealing, I would say personally, um, where I would say daily I'm dealing with, you know, trauma from my sexual abuse. Is there times I'm dealing with uh, my family personally because it's triggering things or it's causing issues in the family or decisions have to be made about things. So that does come up. I think because I work with those who are sexually abused and that subject is heavy, to be honest, it's, it's a heavy subject. And to hear people who are so hurt and it always just confounds me to hear of the different ways that human beings can hurt other human beings. I, I think I've heard the worst and then I hear something even worse and that could become heavy to me. And so I got to go ahead and make sure I take that to God. Oh my goodness. That session was heavy with that person. And so I got to take it to the cross and say, God, I need you to carry this. I'm not meant to carry this. Yes. And in the past, when I would be with somebody and be their friend or walk through their, help them with their healing process, I would take on their pain. I would take on their troubles and that would just hit triggers in me. It would, it would drive me towards depression. Mm. It would drive me towards depression. And I knew that depression because I struggled with it so much in my teen years and my early twenties. And I knew that wasn't good. And um, I had some good people in my life when they would say, well, what's up? And I go, well, this isn't really happening in my life, but it's happening in some other people's lives. And I would explain. And that's when they so graciously said, you got to take it to the cross every time. Absolutely. If God's going to use you, you can't be bringing this stuff back home with you. Amen. And that was huge. That was huge. And it was one of those things I had to start practicing. Oh yeah. I remember learning that that as well. It's a tool that God teaches us. It's a truth that God teaches us as well. Because I used to be, what do you call that? Um, Ann Landers, you call, <laughs> whatever, you know, the thing in the newspaper way back when you can write when. huh? Way back when. <laughs> yeah. Way back when. And it seemed like, yeah, I was the one that people would seek out and I'd give the counsel and I did the exact same thing. I would carry their weight and boy, was that heavy, not just my own, but then how many people a day or a week carrying that and feeling like I, I, I wanted so bad to help solve it. I wanted to be their fix it person. I wanted to solve it. But until I finally learned, oh, that wasn't mine to carry. No. What a difference that made that truth alone changed, whew, even changed my own healing if that makes sense, because I learned it's not my weight to bear. It's not supposed to be on my shoulders. His word says he's going to carry it, bring it to me and I will carry the burden. So then I started practicing that, giving that to him and then turning around with my disciples, telling them the same thing. Well, why are you carrying it for? It wasn't intended for you to carry that weight's not yours. It's not that other person's either, but that's, it has to be cast upon God and he will do so much more for you. That's what the cross was for. Hello. You know, totally changed for me. That weight. 
totally changed that weight with working with other people and how it related to me. And for me, it wasn't depression that it came out. For me, it came out in anger because that was how I dealt with my own abuse was through anger as I grew up, not as a child with anger, but as an adult with anger. And so it would come out in this irritation and this frustration and just this, this anger attitude, you know, nothing was good enough and everybody was a pain. <laughs> Passion have been a red flag that. for it, a red flag for you going, something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. But when you think you're, you know, know it all, <laughs> or you think you're saving the world or helping people, um, and not having Christ first in that you think you are, but you become not. blind. Absolutely. Yeah. You become blind. And I, I believe that Satan is going, okay, you keep doing that. And I'm going to go ahead and turn that into this trap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's Keep bury you, you real fast. Yep. Absolutely. So I would agree. I would 100% agree with that one. So we're just normal, regular old Christian women who are trying to bring the kingdom into the sexual abuse world for people to find their answer in Christ, their healing in the Lord. Yeah. And their hope in him as well. We'll talk about the meals. <laughs> you were saying that it's, it's kind of like us offering chicken. A lot of times you're going to hear us offer chicken every single. Right. <laughs> I feel like when we do our chats, we're offering those who are listening that we're offering you a plate of food. And a lot of times it seems to me we're offering you chicken and some veg, some different side dishes. But a lot of times it might keep saying, man, they keep offering us chicken. It's because you're not finishing your chicken, (laughs) possibly. But we keep offering you different sides. And sometimes you'll go, I've never heard of that before. So it could be yams. You've never tried yams before. And so all of a sudden it's something new to you and you're able to go, oh, my goodness, I should share this with this person, or I need to go ahead and take that scripture Mm. and bring that into my life and how it's going to relate to me, that type of thing. And at other times we're going to offer steak and it's going to have different varieties, again, of sides on it. We're just trying to bring up subjects in our chats that we feel like the Holy Spirit is leading us to do, but by no means have we mastered, mastered what God has put before us. No, that's why you'll hear a lot of us talk about, we do our best for this, or we've tried this, whatever it is. Um, But I can say when it comes to coping behaviors, I have not gone back to self-harm and I'm so thrilled about that. And I have no intention of doing that ever again. And in that I can claim victory in Jesus. That's huge. That's a praise. And I can share that even this week, you know, following the advice that the spirit has been given us to share to all of you. (laughs) And that is going to Christ. And so something that, and bringing other people in to your story, bringing people into the processing and something that Annette had prodded me with a while ago. Um, yeah, Annette had prodded me this and I, it, it was something about, um, I think it was starting the mold mending videos 
I was recording them for a year, but I never put them out because I didn't think they were good enough. And then you had challenged me. I think it was for that. And you had challenged me, Renee, what's the root of that feeling not good enough? And I'm like, well, when God shows me, he'll show me whatever. And I decided to ask God, you know, would you show me what, what is that all about anyway? You know, why would I feel that way? I, I am a person that likes excellence. You know, I'm all about editing things and it has to be hundred percent and professional and, and what is it about these other places of my life that I also have this perfectionism or this, it has to be good enough or I'll do something, put it out and then I'll start questioning it. Was it good enough? <laughs> so praise God, I've been bugging him about it. And he went in scripture this past week. Woo, it came to the surface and God had a conversation with me through a song and through scripture. Mm. And it was about, um, it was, a, it was a song that said something like, I have nothing to offer even a king. And it struck me, it was a worship song, but every time I heard that line, when I was replaying it, somebody had introduced this new song. I was like, why am, why does that keep tinging inside of me? Like there's an issue with that line in my life. And that's where I asked God. And that's where he revealed to me, Renee, you've been carrying this ever since a child from your abuse, feeling discarded and always thinking you're never going to be good enough. And so mm. I was able to line it back up to where it started, <laughs> where the lie first began in my life through abuse, and then realize I let that lie weave in so many arenas of my life. Like I had that aha this week. It was a, it was a breakthrough with God that was beautiful. Yay. Um, huge. So that's just showing I haven't arrived yet not all there yet, No, <laughs> but God keeps, God keeps walking us through steps to reveal things. And I praise God that he revealed to me the root of a lot of activity that I have done, or that thinking that has motivated certain actions that have layered other things. And so that is a piece I'm now uprooting. You know, I called it out in the name of Jesus, you got to go. And now I'm inviting Jesus to speak the truth in that about me you know, that I, I can serve others. I can do things. I can produce things and I can release them and let the spirit move in it. Instead of always thinking I have to be in control and it's never enough. God is more than enough. And he has made me more than enough. And he even gave me a picture. Amen. So I was asking, replace that. What is that? What's the truth to this lie Lord? And it was what you've seen is like this beautiful dish that's been um, intricately designed and it has gold inlays in it. It's got like this turquoise color, but it's got all these gold inlays in it. But Renee, all these years, it was thrown in a pig pen and it's been trampled on, you know, mud has gotten caked onto it. Clay is caked onto it. People have abused it. But now I've come along, Renee, and I've picked out that dish. <laughs> I've rinsed it off, but there's still these clay pieces stuck. And so I'm picking those off. And it's taking him time to pick those things off. But I'm, I'm able to see with my eyes what God is holding up as my value and what he sees as my delicacies and what he sees as my, what's delighting him. 
and what's designed in me specifically different, if that makes sense. Yes. So yeah. So huge breakthrough for me and it's, it is abuse related. So now I'm walking in a new truth and I'm, I'm learning to be obedient walking in that new truth, you know, <laughs> and it takes that time. is fantastic. Yeah. So there's an example. There's an example. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for discussing. Like I said, it's just a short video of us talking about that. We are no, we haven't arrived yet. <laughs> yeah. <There you go. laughs> Still working. We have that. arrived at the end of this video or chat that we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Be blessed. You too. You have been listening to the Awake to Joy podcast. Views expressed in this podcast are the speaker's opinions. Thank you for listening. If you could please give us a review below, we would appreciate it greatly, as well as share this podcast with your family and friends. If you would like to get in contact with us, we'd love to hear from you. Check the show descriptions for more information. Under no circumstances shall Awake to Joy, its employees, volunteers, guests, or officers be liable for any direct or indirect losses or damages arising out of comments made. We look forward to chatting with you again. Because he lives, it changes everything. Everything.